Whether you're looking to invest in early stage, typically unavailable opportunities, or a company in need of marketing and financial support, Zim2 Capital is here to help. Let's talk about it. Contact us today by visiting Zim2.com. Zim2 Capital, connecting opportunity and you. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Dave Hodge. I'm the president of Zim2 Capital Corp. Uh, and one of our main initiatives at the moment is to support uh, Bambizi. Um, certainly, uh, um, the uh, Zim2 team is very excited about what's happening um, with the Zambezi product and its movement in the marketplace um, through, um, through their connections and Zim2's connections. Uh, they have raised some $900,000 uh, from people that believe in the Zambezi way. Um, and uh, that's certainly a, a nice testament and a nice beginning uh, as Zambezi moves through the going public process. Um, uh, I believe uh, that, that uh, um, Justin, the president of Zambezi will mention uh, a new financing, upcoming financing uh, that will happen uh, just before they're publicly listed. Um, but uh, um, one of the risks uh, in uh, investing in a private company is that it never goes public. But let me reassure you that uh, with Zim2's support, that risk is greatly reduced. Um, they, the uh, Zambezi team has some of the best uh, support people in the industry uh, from their securities lawyer to their CFO, uh, who also happens to be uh, uh, the CFO of a number of the uh, companies that are in the Zim2 portfolio. Um, but just let me say, uh, uh, first of all, uh, uh, one of uh, one of Zim2's criteria. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I can't even fix my own tie because it's backwards. <laughs> I'll manage. Um, um, in any, what was I saying? Oh yes, um, one of the the key considerations that Zim2. Um, uh, considers in what it's going to do next uh, is the people. It's uh, um, um, the people behind the deal are really what makes the deal. And certainly in Zambezi, we've got uh, the brothers three, and uh, you can see them all here in the Zim2 boardroom. Um, um, and uh, we will let uh, somebody else speak other than me at some point. Um, but I do like to hold on to the mic for as long as I can. Um, the, um, um, the process from the beginning, uh, I think it's important to understand that uh, Justin uh, was and has been here in the office for a number of years uh, and he uh, was the investor relations person for Commerce Resources. Uh, 
Um, and uh, uh, I, I think a number of the Zambezi shareholders uh, uh, came from either Zim2 or largely Commerce Resources. Uh, um, um, but, you know, that is a great support net network for Zambezi because uh, there's a pool of people that, that, that trust in, in Zim2, therefore trust in Zambezi. Uh, and I think uh, um, when they meet any of the brothers, one, two, or three, uh, anyway, it always reminds me of the Dr. Seuss book. Uh, when, uh, when the cat in the hat uh, messed up the whole house and the homeowners were coming, coming home, the cat in the hat brought in thing one, thing two, and thing three uh, to tidy things up. Uh, and that's certainly what we have with the, with the brothers. Uh, we have a very strong team, uh, and they will certainly get all of the support uh, uh, from Zim2 that, uh, that, that they require. Um, one of the other people in the boardroom here that uh, I should introduce is, uh, is uh, Colton. Uh, and he's our digital marketing person. He's the one that coordinates these kinds of events, uh, which we'll be happy to do uh, for Zambezi on an ongoing basis. Um, the, uh, the brothers three, I guess I should introduce them by their names rather than thing one, thing two, and thing three. Although I often call them that in the office just to sort of keep them in line and make sure they know who the real Supreme Commander is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is uh, Gareth. Uh, that's Gareth there. Oh, that's Gareth. <laughs> we have to say hi. We have to say hi. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you all. Thanks for coming. And uh, uh, Matthew, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. <laughs> hi, everyone. Thanks for coming. He really likes us. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the fearless leader of the team, uh, uh, Justin is uh, is here at the end of the table. Hello, everyone. Uh, maybe the owl will pick me up. Here I am. Good to see you all here. Thank you for coming. Anyways, um, at this point, uh, uh, I think we'll uh, we'll move on in the agenda. Um, and I think uh, Justin plans on doing it from the office next door, uh, so that he can control the. Uh, the graphics uh, uh, better. Thanks, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll do that. So you could go. <laughs> the other person I'd like to introduce is uh, my old friend uh, and longtime uh, Zim2 person, Stefan Wagner. Uh, he writes the Rockstone uh, Research Report. Um, and uh, if you missed it, it came out last Wednesday on Zambezi. Uh, it was uh, uh, it was a pretty hefty read, uh, but but uh, clearly gave you a good idea of where Zambezi is at today and where it might go in the future. Uh, and really, um, um, to be involved in a company at this early stage um, is. Uh, uh, really uh, an exciting opportunity for the company, but more importantly, it's an exciting opportunity for the shareholders. Um, and whether it's this first private placement that you might've got into, 
the next one will only be a tiny bit higher just to show the respect for the existing shareholders, but still will provide a significant potential upside considering that Zambezi has a global market to capture. Um, and clearly they're the only one in the space um, at the moment. Um, I'm sure based on their success, there will be competitors. In fact, I always tease them that uh, I'm gonna come out with a styrofoam version that, uh, that sells at a steep discount to Zambezi. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, that hasn't happened. <laughs> I'm not sure that it ever will, except in my imagination, of course, which is uh, uh, extensive. Um, but uh, um, Stefan, if you could just say hello, uh, uh, maybe you could do that in German in, in case we have German shareholders. Sure, yeah. Einen wunderschönen guten Abend auch von meiner Seite an alle Deutschsprachigen, die heute hier auch mit dabei sind. Uh, hello, everybody from sunny Switzerland. It's great to be here and see so many people interested in Zambezi sports. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that you made the right decision to take a closer look at the company because uh, I found out that it's really something completely new and unique. Uh, uh, I, I finished a report on the company recently last week as david uh, said i'm going to share my screen here with you uh, here we go i hope you can see it so yeah as you may know i run roxonresearch.com where i cover public traded companies mostly it's exploration and mining companies but also technology companies and i write research reports on those companies and also markets and i publish them on different kinds of websites You can also sign up to our free email newsletter so you get notified about any new report that I write or any development about the companies that I follow. So yeah, for me also, uh, Zambezi is something completely new uh, on the one hand as an analyst, but also as an investor. And uh, yeah, also because of course the company is not trading on a stock exchange, but it's being in the process of getting a listing. So here you can see last week, I published my very first research report on Zambezi. And yeah, as Dave said, it took me also quite some time and it, uh, it turned out to be 21 pages. But let me just give, uh, give me just a, a few minutes so I explain at least uh, the market to you, the outer industry market. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty bit big market. And I, it took me so long for the uh, report to write it uh, because I really wanted to know everything about the company and the industry. And yeah, what I found out is absolutely amazing. And it actually confirmed my plan to invest into this company at this uh, early stage. But actually Zambezi Sports just may seem as a brand new company at an early stage, but the company was founded already six years ago. And during that time, uh, the prototype Zambezi board was developed and patented. And now with mass production to start this summer, the company is really in great position to generate revenues very soon. So it's good to see that the company plans a listing now and not six years ago. And also fundamentally, from an industry perspective, the timing could not be any better, I believe. And now you're probably thinking, yeah, what about the pandemic? Isn't that a big risk for the company? Well, 
what I found out is that it's actually a huge opportunity. The outdoor industry is booming on the back of the pandemic. Sales are going through the roof and most of the outdoor segments, especially water sports products, pedalboards, surfboards, kayaks, everything is sold out. And if you want to find any, good luck. And yeah, that's all because of the pandemic. And people want to go outside. They want to feel free again and have a good time after all those bad news, the lockdowns, the restrictions, and also being at home all the time. But all that didn't really surprise me too much because I saw it myself here in Switzerland and also in Germany, how many people have spent more time outside and have all kinds of products and boards to have some fun. But what really surprised me when doing the research report on Zambezi is the enormous size of the outdoor industry. I always thought, uh, you know, that the mining industry is big, but the outdoor industry is even bigger than exploration and mining combined, and that includes oil and gas. So in the beginning of the report, I covered the company, the product, and made some comparisons with other products in the market right now about the branding, the marketing and sales strategy, uh, 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 the target groups, what they want to do, the revenue plan, the, the, the margins, and also the industry. So here you can see the outdoor industry in the United States, how big it actually is. So here we, we can see that alone in the United States, 887 billion US dollar in consumer spending every year into the uh, outdoor industry. That's bigger than the pharmaceutical industry or the automobile industry and almost the same size as the financial services insurance industry or even the healthcare sector. And here at the bottom, you can see um, that the outdoor industry contributes more to the GDP in the United States than agriculture or mining or utilities or chemicals, and has about the same economic importance as the uh, broadcast and tele telecommunications industry. So here you also can see an image from the US Outdoor Industry Association showing that the Americans spend about $14 billion every year only for water sports here. <coughs> And that's more than they spent for movie tickets for comparison. And obviously that was before the pandemic started. I don't think that many people spend any money right now for movies, but the good thing is they have more income available, more money available, so they can spend it elsewhere. So a recent survey, that was a couple of weeks or months, months ago, they showed that almost half of all Americans say that they will increase their outdoor activities, including water activities. So that's a lot of new customers. And that is what's really driving the booming outdoor industry since the start of the pandemic. It's the new customers who want to spend more time outside and have some fun. So for an example about this industry here, you can see this trend in action. For example, uh, people participating in, certain, in skateboarding increased from 23 to 3.1%. Uh, that's an increase of 35% more. So that's more people doing skateboarding than in the same quarter a year before in 2019. So that translates into a lot of new customers. 
Surfing, here you see I have even more new customers, 55% more participation in surfing than a year before. Stand-up paddling is up 50%. That's huge for industry. So here you can see uh, also uh, uh, how it all happened. And sales growth year on year basis, it actually went negative in March and April of last year, but then it exploded to the upside. And that's not uh, a V-shaped recovery, but it's, it's really a very strongly uh, booming industry. Now let's go back to page here and look at some numbers. Um, these are pretty good estimates from askwonder.com who calculate how many boards are sold every year in the US and globally. So for example, surfboards. Globally, 13 to 24 million surfboards are sold every year. And millions of bodyboards and the demand for kayaks and pedal boards are also going through the roof. So um, just for uh, imagination, let's, let, let's assume Zambezi Sports can sell 1 million boards uh, and have a projected profit margin of 300 Canadian dollars per board. That's potentially $300 million in profit with the revenues of around $750 million. And that's only by selling 1 million boards. Well, that's the goal, uh, at least I would say. I think the company can sell much more uh, over the years, uh, especially with the right branding, the marketing, and most important, as Dave mentioned, the right people. But I believe Justin and his brothers, Gareth and uh, uh, Matthew, they will tell you more about all that uh, themselves now. That's it from my side. Take a look at the Zambezi report on rockstonresearch.com if you want more details on the company or the outdoor industry and also find out why, why I as an investor also feel really comfortable with my investment into Zambezi as I believe uh, they have a very bright future ahead, especially with uh, such a dedicated and professional team that they have put up. So take care everybody and enjoy the presentation now. Good job, Stefan. Uh, um, uh, certainly, uh, we're uh, ready to hear from uh, the uh, president, uh, um, uh, Justin. Um, and uh, we will uh, have time for questions afterwards. Um, however, if you want to ask a question in the middle of things, uh, just wave. Um, and, uh, and we will find a spot for you to ask that question. And you can ask questions in person, um, um, or you can ask questions via the, uh, the uh, uh, messaging system that is embedded in Zoom. All right, Justin, take it away. Thanks, Dave. And thank you to, and thank you to Stefan. Uh, am I unmuted? Well, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, there are a couple of other people that I would like to introduce early on. Uh, we'll get back to them later. Uh, first of all, Shauna Smith, who is the company's representative in the Balearic Islands. Welcome to Shauna. Rock Smith out of Zurich, who will be running operations. And of course, Andy Schmidt out of Stuttgart, who's going to be the man heading up the rebranding, marketing, and e-commerce dimension of Zambezi. Uh, Team Zambezi is extremely strong 
we could not have dreamed of bringing a tighter, more competent bunch of people to the story, and we count ourselves extremely, extremely fortunate. To continue, thanks to Stefan for his extremely thorough analysis of, of the market. Uh, I would strongly encourage everyone to read the Rockstone research. It is a real achievement. But if you want to see what all those numbers look like, you just have to look at the image behind me. And that is just a teensy weensy little fingernail of the reality. That is Lido di Zolo in Northern Italy. In this particular stretch, that density of holidaymakers goes on for 14 kilometers. And after that, it will be replaced by another 14 kilometers further down the coast and another. The market we're talking about is absolutely massive. And you'll notice that you don't see one little wave there. The majority of those people on that beach do not have a product right now that they can realistically use and take home. That is all about to change. I'm going to commence my presentation. I'm just going to go right back to the beginning. Sorry, I was fooling around there a little bit. Can you all see that? Can everyone see it? Yes. Good. Yes. Unit. All good. There's a reason we start with this picture. That is the cave of swimmers. One of the most ancient depictions of human beings swimming. It was so long ago, the place is now in the middle of the Sahara Desert. So everything we're about to talk to is very deep in the reptile brain. Zambezi. Everything you're going to see in this presentation shows the current boards which are search and rescue. It's very important for people to understand that the, the, that the consumer board will be almost a foot shorter in the bow. It's all about the core. We all know this. The power of the human body, the engine, is the core, the area around the lower stomach and upper legs area, the hips. This is where the human body's power comes from. The Zambezi board is the only board that unlocks this. Here we see Eric West, who's a very, very big, powerful man on a tiny Zambezi board. You can see the board depressing beneath the water so that his, body, his core is in the surface. The board will recoil and roll according to his body's actions. This simple truth is what makes the Zambezi board revolutionary. It becomes just like swimming, but easier. It's a combination of swimming and cycling two very, very organic human motions. Here we see it again, the drop knee circular kick, cycling and swimming. And that means it's just like going for a hike. It's the ease of exploration. It's as easy as walking. It's natural. Here we see classic example in the next few slides we'll go through quickly, the same classic rotational drop knee kick. And again, and again, and again, and again. And here we see the point, just like snorkeling and scuba. And that means, well, first of all, everyone can get it in about 10 minutes. And that is critical. Because there is no other board sport that can say that. And I say, when I say 10 minutes, I mean, I don't care how old you are or how young. There's the point. Because it empowers people naturally, it, it lets people do what they didn't think they could do. 
the world is full of excellent athletes or fit people, people who are very competent, but they don't feel confident in the water. For any one of a number of reasons, Zambezi removes that so that now they are fully empowered. They can play, they can relax, they can be aquatic. And therefore they are free to discover, they are free to roam. It is a unique experience to be so powerful in the water. They can play in the waves. The waves are not the focus. Our focus is on the short, on the on the non-wave environment. That's where the money's at. But of course, you can play in the waves, and most importantly, you can play in small waves that tourists are likely to play with. It is harder to make a board that can work in small waves than a board that can work in big waves. The Zambezi board lets them play. It's nimble. It's fast and they can relax. The board holds you. You don't have to hold it all the time. You can just hang out on the reef. Just so you know, that's a Kolu Kalama, a very famous surfer in Santa Padla out of Hawaii. And this, of course, is Big Beach, Hawaii. Now it all starts to come together. We're all social. We're social animals. Look how close the Zambezi borders are going out for a day's snorkeling. Many of us have gone snorkeling. You know what it's like just to get dumped out there with your pool noodle and no empowerment? Zambezi board changes everything. You're comfortable. You're close to your friends. If you had paddles, we'd have to be feet apart. The Zambezi board is social, and this makes it a family group activity. And therefore, it is suddenly very relevant for tourism. In the background, the resort, in the front, in the, front the guests, the guests are happy and safe on their Zambezi boards. And that participation rate on vacation is unbelievably high. It looks good on the beach. It takes everything that's fun and sexy about surfing and it brings it to the lake. It brings it to Ontario Lake Country. It brings it to English Bay. It brings it to the Mediterranean where there's no surf. And importantly, it brings it to the pool. This means that for the first time, there is a realistic pool usable board for aquatic rehab, fitness and fun, sports therapy. This is a huge thing because when you look at this, this is in Punta Cana, one of our target areas, you look at the enormous capital that hospitality companies, hotel and tourism companies, the enormous capital spent on the swimming pools. Of course, they want a board that can be used in their swimming pool that their guests can use. Can't use a paddle board there, can't use a surfboard and a boogie board we all know is utterly useless in the pool. Physiotherapy, I won't go on too long. This presentation is available for everyone who wants it. You will find all of the technical stuff going on about why it's so good for physiotherapy. This is more what I care about. That's on Wulameni Beach in Athens. The lady in the middle is a former triathlete who had a very serious stroke. You can see how her right hand is clenched, no power in her arm at all. What you don't see is how hard it is for her to work, walk on the beach. She has no balance on the beach at all. Unbelievably, she was able to use the Zambezi board. It took a little while, but she did it. And I don't need to describe to you the euphoria of an athlete who's had that taken away, who gets it given back. Once again, the new boards on the left here will be shorter. This is the current board. The, the body riding area is exactly the same, but the bow is shorter, which means that the bow is somewhere around here. So I'm gonna move my little thing. Here we have the nub. On the left, the local surfer and all their gear. On the right, the tourist with the only vehicle that a tourist can buy, a rent. 
The left is not indicative of most people's reality. The right is. The left is very cool, but most people will never have it. The Zambezi is small and practical, and the point is that it, is, it fits the reality of the modern world in which we all live, i.e. people living in those little apartments, whether it be Europe, North America, Canada, that happens to be Vancouver. As a guy who's done this, try getting a kayak into one of those apartments. Most people will never do that. Zambezi board goes under the bed in the cupboard. But most importantly, it unlocks the simple pleasures in life, whether it be the Mediterranean, the Caribbean, or the gorgeous lakes of Canada, or Germany, or Switzerland, or France, or a thousand, thousand other places that don't have waves. The money is in the flat water. The, fun, the money is in the family. You will notice that everyone's writing the same size board here. Very soon, we will unveil all the sizes of the boards. But the key point is that from the point of view of a rental agency or hotel, the fact that even a small child or a large man can ride what we call the size 100 board means that the whole family can go with even if they don't have the perfect size board. No one gets left behind on the beach. Because in reality, if there's a family on vacation, if one person gets left behind, they're not going to do it. Zambezi, everyone goes. On the right, Sophia, what, 80 pounds? On the left there is a monster of a man, her father, Cam Cameron, 250 pounds. They're riding the same board. Incredible fun. These people just learned how to do it. You can see the swimming. Butterfly, freestyle, competition, fun. Mother and daughter. Mother is same cycle kick. See? Same kick. Participation. Ten-year-old boy, grown men, out there having fun on the lake. Once again, and again, and again. On the right is the alternative. You're not surfing in a Canadian lake. This guy's going to go around like this all day, and when he's done, he's going to have to deflate it. And to understand what deflating a paddleboard means, cast yourself back to the traumatic memory of you being given the job of folding up the family's camping tent wet and putting it back in the bag at the end of the camping trip. Because that's what that guy goes through every single time he goes paddleboarding. Charlie will simply pick up that board and chuck it in the trunk of the car and be done. Branding, bathing suits, dive fins, snorkels, and everything, and clothing, and what have you. The board is the nexus of a brand that encompasses far more than the board. In the surfing industry, for every $1 spent on boards, $3 are spent on clothing. Allow that fact to digest. As big as it is, three times as much money will come from all of the associated swag. But in Zambezi, it goes a lot further than that. And we'll get to that later when Rock gets to talk. And then intellectual property, intellectual property is everything. Someone who tells you that patents don't matter doesn't know what they're talking about. Patents equals monopoly. It, it, it equals the power to, you cannot control what other people make outside your zone. You can control who sells it and how it gets distributed. Zambezi's patents are comprehensive and continually expanding. One billion people are comprehensively covered by our patents. 
that means that we can control two critical things, our prices and our identity and the identity of everything that goes with it. That's the very smart guy that runs our patent department, one of the best in the country. Let's talk about how we're gonna make this happen. Manufacturing, everything I'm about to tell you is already underway. The final pre-production design files we expect to be done by the, after Easter. The board will be produced by ASTEC under OEM agreement, by Tahi Sports in France, sorry. Tahi Sports is the Western world's premier producer of aquatic sports products. We're going to be using their ASTEC technology, foam core, fiberglass strengthening. The whole thing is fused together in one hole with a plastic shell, strong, light, and attractive. That is what an ASTEC mold looks like. Very expensive. That's what we've already paid, have paid for and have the funds in line waiting for it to be made. This process of making this will begin very shortly once we have finalized the design file. This one of these molds, obviously the Zambezi mold is much smaller, will produce millions. There'll be a separate mold for every size. This is in Vance, France at the Tahi factory. Here's the rub. On the left are the prices in, in, in EU. These will fluctuate slightly and we expect to be able to bring down the cost of goods. You'll see that currently we are putting out a price of goods, cost of goods at 275 euros that will come down. 275 is on the upside. That equates across US, Canadian. You can see down below here, a very, very healthy profit margin. And these prices are very attractive to the consumer. Here's the reality, folks. And this, this is apples to apples in France using the same ASTEC technology. On the right, the ASTEC paddleboard made by Tahi. On the left, the ASTEC Zambezi board, the consumer version. A mid-range 11-foot SUP, which is probably the most popular rental, almost 1,100 euros. The paddle alone is 140 euros and the leash. On the top, the Zambezi twin thermal from the ASTEC board, 500 sales price. Dive fins, decent dive, dive fins, 18 euros. There's your price comparison. And there is your size comparison. Here's a new board. Oh, sorry. Here's a new board. Here's what it's running up against. The comparison is almost absurd. What does this mean? Let's talk about boards that can be used in any kind of water, waves, rivers, lakes, pools, and I do mean any kind of water. Yes, Zambezi, yes, SUP, no. Surfboard, no. Bodyboard, no. Kayak, no. Any conditions, and by this, I mean the most intense, rough froth, strong currents, strong winds. Zambezi, you can use it anywhere. It's like a Jeep. You can go anywhere. SUP, no. Surfboard, no. Bodyboard, no. Kayak, yes, but... You pretty be damn good to ride a kayak and surf. Most people will get seriously hurt. Can you technically use a kayak and surf? Yeah, but I wouldn't. Zambezi board, easy. Any age, this is the kicker. Seven to 85, of course, Zambezi, we know this. Sup, no. Surfboard, no. Bodyboard, sure, you can kick around the pool. Kayak, no. And those comparisons will go on and on. Under four foot one, the Zambezi is yes all across. Light, yes. The most importantly, it braces the core, it, it, it makes the body powerful, whereas the others, you are constantly weak. 
similar to running, cycling, skating, swimming, scuba, under 10 minutes, yes, across the board. Zambezi wins on every category. How are we gonna do this? It's important to understand the beginning, the key strategic pillars that we're focusing on, resorts, organized beaches. From here will come the retail sales. The board will be sold online through a very sophisticated e-commerce system using outsourced fulfillment and distribution centers. Rocksmith will be quarterbacking most of that. It will also be sold in retail environments in resorts. You know what we're talking about, the strip of stores behind the resort, or in some cases, the store inside the hotel. Zambezi already has the attention of lifeguards all over the world. This is Lifeguard Hellas. They have a fleet of these boards already. 300 of them, that's what they look like, very attractive bunch of people. Effectively, many of these will constitute our frontline salespeople. The lifeguards are using the boards on the same beaches as the hotels and resorts. The triangle of influence begins. They protect beachgoers. They're engaging. They look good. They look great. You have all of the associations with heroism, reliability, trustworthiness, and sexiness. That's Willamani Beach. It's actual lifeguard drills taking place. Look at the crowd in the background. Look at the lifeguard tower. The lifeguard tower might as well be a huge advertisement for Zambezi because that's what's sitting around it, Zambezi boards. And look at the little boy on the right. Does he want to ride a Zambezi board? He's dying to get out on that board. They've been used to try to do very important, uh, very big swim races and triathlons. Huge exposure, huge cross-sport and cross-branding associations. There you see one there. These races are hairy. When those races go around that boy, it's, it's mayhem. The Zambezi board, they're using it because they, the Zambezi board can get in there safely without whacking someone in the head with a paddle. And the swimmers love it. It's, a, it's the ultimate tool for lifeguarding this kind of events. And of course, with that comes all of the cross-referencing, especially triathlon. If you look at this analysis of the triathlete mind, you might as well be talking about a Zambezi border. Family-oriented, tech-friendly, spend on sporting events, events, all about relationships, usually very successful and almost even a very nice balance between male and female. And right there, you see what we're talking about, boards, bicycles, beverages, cross-branding. The lifeguards in the Mediterranean are private entities. They work for profit. The fact that we are forming a bond with, with, the, with this group of people is excellent because they will effectively become the tour guides for what we call Zambezi Safari. The, many of these guys work in the hotels. And in fact, you will find out one of our key team members is a veteran of five-star, five-diamond hotel environment. Here we see the marketing strategy, the lifeguards, the resorts, the organized beaches, and this triangle, the family is inside loving everything they see. That's what will lead to retail sales when they get home. Here we see the triangle, the lifeguards, patrolling, the lifeguard tower, and of course the pool, like we discussed, the organized activities in between the consumer going back and forth between these zones of influence. And here's Lido Di Zolo again, 14 kilometers. This will be repeated, same recipe. And here again, the same patrolling, lifeguard tower, pools, only here we now have yachts and boats for organized snorkeling trips to the islands, outings, 
And of course, the smallness of the board means it is the perfect board to have on your boat. Once again, Abby, lifeguards, the personal engagement, they're out on safari, they're talking, they're close together. It's the whole family. And in the front of the board, folks, is a compartment. In that compartment, you've got your water, you've got your flip-flops. Here we are just stopping on the rocks, having a drink. And there, of course, is the boat that we're going to go snorkeling on later on. Zambezi is objective is to focus on key strategic areas and dominate them completely. We know that they are areas in the world that are disproportionately influential on the broader public perception of what paradise is. Dominate those and you will dominate the public perception of what you do when you get to paradise. There are nine of them here that are priorities and each one of them, folks, calling them big tourist destinations would be absurd. They are massive. Absolutely massive, disproportionately big. Athens Riviera, Parga, the two are connected, these two are connected. Corfu, Capri in Italy, Waikiki, Amalfi Coast, Italy, Punta Cana, the number one Caribbean destination for all of North Americans. Bahamas, more than 6 million tourists per annum. Balearic Islands, more than 14 million tourists every year. Our goal is to systematically conquer these nine and then move on to the rest. Of these nine, the priority for the two in the beginning, in this year coming up right now, are the Athens Riviera on, in the east and the Balearic Islands in the west. Something we'll provide more details on later are the intricacies of us in the process to get our VAT registrations for all of Europe and to articulate what will be the HQ of Zambezi in Europe because obviously we will be getting a European subsidiary, as many mining companies do in Mexico and elsewhere. You are required to have a, a European subsidiary of Zambezi. It is not finalized, but I can tell you that it, the strongest candidate is likely to be in the Genoa area, Rapallo, uh, Positano, not um, Portofino area, Rapallo, Genoa, that area. This is where many of the great of the great scuba brands of Italy are headquartered: Marius, Cressy, etc. Why are these two so important to pick in the beginning? First of all, we have enormously strong allies in Athens every era. There are relationships building right now that I'm not privy to discuss, but these relationships involve direct connection with the multi-billion dollar re, um, uh, re, uh, restoration of all of the Athens Riviera, multi-billion dollar projects going in, huge expenditure. And our connections and they are directly connected with that. And on the left, very strong representation, expertise in the Balearic Islands. That will be Shauna Smith, who you see there. She can say hi later. Basically, in the first year, in between these areas, what happens? A huge amount of exclusive boat travel, luxury yachts, etc., going back and forth every summer. Therefore, by focusing on the outer flanks, the influence will spread across the area between and back. And we will repeat that every year before we move in and cover the rest. This year, June and July, Athens Riviera, the focus, that is the famous Estia Resort. 
in Athens, probably the most prestigious resort in the in the in the um, Mediterranean. Without being too specific at this point, I can say that our odds of getting Zambezi boards on on these beaches in force are extremely high. But for now, I have to leave it at that. And the other flank, of course, is Formentera, the, the legendary island of Formentera. Mallorca, all in the Balearics, and Ibiza. These places need no introduction. Now let's talk about the story of just one rental board in Ibiza. If it is used three times a day over a three-month holiday season, and five months is common, then that is equal to all the people that you can see on this beach. All the way to the end, just one little Zambezi board. Zambezi's business plan is based on just 10 of these people that you can see, just 10, buying their own board when they get home. Are they at the resort or when they get home? Just count them. Yeah, they are right here. They're real people, just like you and me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Where's number nine? Nine, ten. Regular, normal people. Out of all those people. And when those people get home, our plan counts on the fact that they will directly or indirectly, by their social media or someone just seeing them, they will directly affect two purchases in their home market. And when we follow that very modest little equation, and we follow it through five cycles, these do not correlate with five years, they're five cycles. And if we manage to get 20 resorts this year, which we will, if we get 20 resorts this year that will acquire 400 promotional boards, it will trigger first 40, then 80, then 160, then 320, then 640 resorts. And each one of them will be repeating the equation that I just described to you of that beach and that one board. And that, believe it or not, is what the numbers begin to do. They begin to cascade that we all know about compound interest. It just keeps going and going. And at the end of cycle 50, cycle five, which could be in as much as a year and a half or two years or less, and it's just in this little Petri dish that we're talking about, and there are 450 resorts in the Bahamas alone, you come to, in the last year, 756,800 boards plus this, plus this, plus this, plus this each at a minimum of 200 bucks profit. It's a huge number. It is something, it is, we have to tone down what we say about what the profitability is, but take that figure and then look at the screen behind me. Because that is what we're talking about back there. So everything that I've said is available in the presentation. Um, we're available anytime. All of you know you can phone me, email me anytime. But for now, I'd be thrilled to take, for, oh, sorry, now I would like to introduce the key people to this. First, I'd like to introduce Shauna Smith, who is the director of Zambezi sales in the entire Balearic Islands. Um, Shauna is currently located in Formentera Island. And she, her connections and involvement in the exclusive resort community in the Balearics is without equal. I can't say the resort that she's primarily involved with, but 
it does not get better. So we already have a very, very competent and driven person on the ground in a key market, and she will be preparing the way for Zambezi to arrive there. Secondly, uh, Rocksmith. Rocksmith is located in Zurich. Once again, we could not have prayed for a better guy. Highly competent and highly driven. He will be managing and orchestrating under our direction, of course, the entire fulfillment supply chain mechanism that will deliver the board from the factory to your door. Importantly, he will also be spearheading the initial moves into the clothing design, the clothing aspect of Zambezi. I can tell you that's already underway, but I'm not going to steal his glory because I can let him tell you a bit about that. <clears throat> and then Andreas Schmidt, our Stuttgart, once again, we could not have hoped for a qualified person. Andy will tell you about his extensive credentials, but he will be hand overseeing all of the branding, e-commerce, website, publications, right from quarterly magazines across the board, the brand identity of, of Zambezi. And now I'd like to just give a chance for Shauna to say a few words if she would like. Absolutely. Good, good evening all from Formentera. It's already evening time here. And um, yeah, as Justin just said, um, yeah, I'm Shauna Smith. I'm the uh, director of sales here for Zambezi on the Balearic Islands. And um, really enthusiastic and looking forward to, to this summer and working for, um, for Zambezi. Um, my, my main goal basically is to position this board on the Balearic Islands. Um, for who doesn't really know where we are situated, um, we are four little islands, uh, very near to Barcelona and Madrid, like half an hour flight, one hour flight. And um, Formentera itself is one of the most popular islands uh, next to Ibiza, maybe, uh, with over, been for years, over 3 million um, tourists coming, visiting us each year, the most luxurious yachts, um, yachts visiting Ibiza and Formentera, as Justin explained, very nice, um, flowing between islands. So strategically, very important place and I can't uh, I can't say how beautiful Formentera is because it doesn't fit in words <laughs> but it fits perfectly in for the board um, uh, because I have a long expertise in in tourism and in tourism luxury segments um, having worked for many many luxury um, hotels and also on the yachts services so uh, I know the market quite well and uh, Zambezi has just come in the right time because uh, outdoor, outdoor sporting is very demanded on the islands, um, perfectly in the situation. And um, it fits perfectly in the islands because uh, you will see if you Google a little bit about Formentera and Ibiza or the islands itself, um, it's everything what Justin just mentioned about um, snorkeling, flat waters, family friendly, um, and everything that's been thought about the board. So, yeah. So here I am with all my enthusiasm. I don't want to make it too long. I think I just have 30 seconds. I don't know if I can say anything else. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but basically, yes, I'm here with all my enthusiasm positioning, positioning the board. 
Thank you, Shona. Next up is Rock Smith out of Zurich. Rock, take yes. it away. And you're welcome to uh, Sorry, talk about our uh, so, uh, Justin, Italian inroads. Fantastic, Justin. Thank you so much for the presentation. I can't uh, stop uh, looking at this, so I'm looking forward for the next presentation. Uh, very interesting indeed. And uh, yes, uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, I'm uh, Rock Smith. Um, I'm based in Zurich and I've got a background in international apparel and fashion marketing. And uh, yes, um, so since starting with, um, with the Schroen brothers and the Zambezi Incorporation, um, I see a lot of opportunities in this company. And uh, not only in the Mediterranean uh, Sea, but also in countries such as Switzerland, Germany, uh, or Austria, where there's like many very beautiful lakes and where outdoor recreation is an important um, activity indeed. So yes, I'm very thrilled about that. But moving uh, further, uh, what we need is a very good um, um, machine on the backside, and that means having a, the right supply chain management, having the right procurement, having the right system running on the back. And this is uh, another part uh, where I'm going to be involved in. And I'm, uh, we're making progress in this. Uh, we're hiring the top uh, uh, procurement and supply chain companies in Europe. But further than that, the ultimate success for uh, Zambezi is uh, product diversification. And this is where the core uh, is happening as well. And uh, this is about uh, apparel. This is about these distinctive products that go around it and which will make uh, a cash revenue company around it. So moving into this uh, area, we are in contact with, uh, uh, with Italy, the main hotspot for uh, fashion and apparel and Dealing, uh, being in relationship with uh, top institutions, such as uh, uh, people that already know their business and who can guide us even further in creating a real lifestyle brand for Zambezi. And not to forget, this is a very global brand. We not only want to conquer the Mediterranean Sea, but also all those uh, flat water areas in the entire world. Thank you very much. Thanks very much, Rock. Awesome to have you on board. And last but certainly not least, uh, Andy Schmidt, Andreas Schmidt, out of Stuttgart. It's over to you, Andy. You can call me Andy. Thank you. Hello, everyone. And uh, thank you, Justin, Justin, Matt, and Gareth, uh, for giving me the chance to be part of this um, exciting and fascinating project. Um, Zambezi captivated me right from the beginning. One reason is because I've been in, into boarding, uh, snowboarding, skateboarding, uh, surfboarding all my life. So this was actually right, the right thing for me at the, at the beginning. So I'm very happy that I'm part of the team um, to develop Zambezi into a global player, um, both in terms of the entire media production and um, marketing communication. Um, just briefly about myself and my background. Um, as you heard already, my name is uh, Andreas Schmidt. Um, call me Andy, please. Um, Schmidt is a very rare name in Germany, actually. <laughs> <laughs> As you heard, I'm from Stuttgart, Germany. So um, I've been in the media and marketing industry for over 20 years now. Back in 1999, I started with an uh, apprenticeship in the pre-press sector, actually. 
after that, I went to Dubai for many years where I worked my way up to become a creative director in an uh, eminently respectable uh, advertising agency with clients like Osram, uh, JVC, Siemens, and uh, many more. Then I went back to Germany and one of the best known agencies for media production hired me actually. And there I was responsible for a team of over 20 employees and customers like uh, Mercedes-Benz, Audi and uh, Bosch. During this time, I also became uh, more and more involved in the um, subject of marketing and also intensively trained myself in this uh, area. I have, uh, um, I have a very broad spectrum of knowledge in these areas of uh, digital and print media productions, um, digital marketing, uh, brand development, um, brand design, and I will bring my knowledge and experience to Zambezi to make it a successful global brand. And this, of course, includes the, the development of a state-of-the-art website with a sophisticated e-commerce sector, as well as the um, integration of technologies uh, like uh, augmented reality or 360 degrees uh, product views using 3D uh, materials for a very unique uh, user experience. Um, then of course, we are in the process of uh, developing uh, a complete brand identity and many other components that uh, ultimately make Zambezi a trustworthy, credible and successful and target group orientated brand. I'm looking forward um, to further tasks and uh, I see Zambezi as something very special very unique, uh, something that doesn't exist on the market yet. And this is actually the best foundation for uh, developing a successful brand. Well, um, that's about it. Um, a fantastic journey uh, lays uh, ahead of us, I think. Looking forward to achieving great things with this team. And that's it from my side. Stay Thank tuned. You. Thanks, Andy. Awesome. Uh, once again, uh, to reiterate that uh, it's rare that a company that's so early in a story acquires a talent like a, as we have. And as everyone knows, people are the key. And we have those people in place now. Um, I'd like to answer any questions uh, that anyone may have. Um, I believe, actually, if, if I may, I believe that a question was sent through from the UK um, I wonder, Colton, could you could you read that question again? Uh, yeah, I have it here. So uh, this is coming from Jim. Uh, good afternoon. Can you advise on the material of the board and its cost to the UK? Jim, I don't yet. I don't. I don't. I don't yet have. We don't yet have. Obviously, it would be uh, just a uh, currency exchange from what the what the euros are there. Uh, we will see what the Brexit tariffs are, um, but it would be very, very close uh, in cost. Obviously, there'll be, there'll be no marginal increase in cost. It would simply be a currency exchange. Um, regarding the materials, you are looking at composite. Uh, you're looking at a HD foam core, fiberglass underlays and multiple layers, different weights of fiberglass, and then basically uh, a high impact plastic shell. With the trim thermoforming with Ace Tech, the whole thing is fused together in one hole. 
that that's like a like a grilled sandwich being made. It's fused. It becomes one entity. Then the pad you see is made of neoprene. And the fact that the pad is made of neoprene means the pad is customizable. And of course, you can let your imagination go down that road. That's the subject for a whole nother Zoom or Zimta. The pad itself is a whole world of, of design that, that we can do and technology. Uh, I think there was another component to the question so there, there was here, um, they are kind of separate questions. And so there are some questions in the chat. So maybe why don't we move to the chat and at the end we can sure. go over these questions here. Uh, so the first question there from Brad, uh, Broom Vandercrook, are you going to start with one product location or are you also going to produce in Europe? Oh, Broom, to, Broom, to clarify, the boards are being produced in Europe. It would be the other way around. The boards are coming out of Vance, France. Currently, we will have pair production from Canada, but it is highly likely that if we can conclude our agreements that are currently under discussion, that we will also have the pad component coming out of Italy, potentially made by a very famous scuba company. Ultimately, Bruin, there will be North American production of the board as well. But the main focus right now is the production coming out of Vance, France, and increasing that production. Okay, and uh, two questions here from David Wood. Uh, when can I buy one in Vancouver, and uh, what is the IPO price at? To answer the last question first, David, is actually going to be an NOP, and the market will determine the price. Um, this will be determined by buyers and sellers when we open. Now, we believe that the people who are in Zambezi are in it for the long haul, uh, but obviously, we will require friendly parties to sell some stock in order to create a market. Um, I will be able to give you more of a, an accurate sort of uh, opinion on that as we get closer. Um, we have one more round of financing to do, which is the current round at seven and a half cents with a 20 cent warrant for 18 months. Uh, we'll close that up. And at that point, we'll be moving towards, I mean, we're, we're moving fast and all of the prospectus work is moving very, very quickly. But to answer your question, I don't know what the actual opening price will be. Um, as to when you can buy one, we are hopeful that you will be able to get one here in, in Vancouver towards the end of the summer. The board, the actual main production boards will be coming out in midsummer in Europe. You will most certainly be able to have one for spring of next year. Um, we, will know, we will know that as we unfold, as we go through the, the pre-production stage, how fast it's going to go. Of that first batch, obviously, the vast majority are going straight into the Mediterranean area. But we are aware, potentially, of the, of the need to send at least a small batch out of boards immediately to Canada. Uh, Justin, maybe I could just uh, offer a little bit of information. Uh, I think the gentleman's question, uh, when he used the term IPO, um, I think he might be thinking, uh, when will the next opportunity to invest in, in Zambezi be? And that opportunity is here now. Uh, it is through the private placement that Justin spoke about uh, at seven and a half cent. 
with the 20 cent warrant. And that will uh, happen between now and the time that we go public. Um, the, the IPO phrase refers to uh, initial public offering. We actually will be going uh, public with Zambezi through a non-offering prospectus or called a note. Um, um, it's uh, uh, the more common route uh, would be the IPO. There's some distinct advantages to the NOP um, and, uh, and that's available now. Um, the Canadian markets are a little complicated at this early stage. And to invest in Zampezi, you have to have what's called an exemption. However, fortunately, all Europeans have a Canadian exemption. So you don't have to worry about it. The Canadians and Americans will need an exemption, uh, which essentially um, um, allows them to invest in a company before it's public. Uh, and the Zambezi crew will be happy to help find the right exemption to fit you. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is another question here from Bruno Vandercrook. When do you think that you could become uh, cash flow positive? Bruno and I believe that we can be cash flow positive within the first two years and that that will move rapidly. Uh, our financing needs are not extravagant. Uh, as you can see from the presentation, all the capital is focused really on two things, ramping up the production and ramping up the marketing. I should tell you that we're currently making the mold, uh, the, the, the mold for this size board. We may be in a position to commence manufacturing of all the size, of all the size molds sooner than was expected. To answer your question, I believe the company to be generating a healthy profit within within 12 years or less. 12 months. 12, 12 months or 12 years? Sorry, sorry, 12 months, sorry. <laughs> sorry 12 months or less. 12 months or less. The, the, the burn rate is not extravagant. <laughs> Um, so uh, we can finish off uh, a few questions come in. Um, and also just to note, uh, Dorothy there, uh, if you do have any questions about the financing and, and need any help with that, you can talk to her. So uh, we'll put her email in the chat um, or just reach out to us too. Um, so Dorothy, that was a commercial for this is, you. This is, our, this is our time, Dorothy. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll be sending you a bill for that commercial. You realize that? Ah, uh, Dorothy's a great broker, and she's she's a friend. Um, so, well, yeah, Justin, so since since Stefan introduced me to this company, I've been so excited about it. And as I mentioned to you before, I can't wait to have my own Zambezi board. <laughs> uh, I was a water baby. I grew up in the Okanagan Lake. And uh, maybe I'll be your poster girl for <laughs> 70 age and over. Absolutely. 100%. And I'm glad that uh, through Zambezi, Dorothy has actually, I can tell you, um, for more people than just in this room, Dorothy has uh, helped a lot of new investors 
get involved. And why is that so important? When you have new investors coming into the sector, what does that say? People who would never have invested in the conventional offerings. And there are lots of them, I can assure you. They're coming in because for the first time, there's something that they can reach out and touch and that they can directly relate to, that they can put their money by. And Dorothy has been wonderful in, in, in walking a lot of those people into what is an intimidating space for many people. So thank you, Dorothy. Glad to do it. It's, it's lots of fun. Um, okay, great. So there's still yeah, a couple questions. I will just, Max, uh, yes, this is being recorded. So we'll post it all over uh, our social media channels if you want to refer to other people. Um, we'll send it out. To, if you RSVP'd, we'll send it out to you. Uh, and Max just, Max, just to let you know, you can email me or us and I'll send you all the materials, the PowerPoint and lots of extra stuff. Please get in touch. Thank you. Uh, where's your email located? I'll type it in the chat right now here. Yeah, H in the code. J-S-C-H. Yeah, so just to answer the last couple of questions here from Jim. Um, and remember, Jim is from the UK, so he says the waters are generally cold and tepid. Do you see this as a significant factor as you would have to cost in the wetsuit? Well, Jim, what you're saying there is hugely important. Now, obviously, if you went on the if you went on our website before, you would have seen tons of visuals of us in wetsuits. We've chosen to focus on the on the warm weather stuff right now because obviously we're trying to you know make people feel happy and what have you. I can assure you. The Zambezi board in, in, in cold weather climates is fantastic. And people do not, people, many people don't understand just how beautiful the north, the northern climes are um, when it comes in aquatic environments. You probably know that wild swimming, what they call wild swimming, is becoming enormously popular in the UK and Europe. Canadians wouldn't know what wild swimming means because Canadians take it for granted. Canadians are surrounded by the opportunity to swim in the wild. They don't even think about it. It's, it's completely available. But elsewhere, it's not. And, and Europeans and UK, especially in the UK, they are rediscovering the joys of their own waterways, whether it be a lock in front of a Scottish castle. To answer your question, a five mil wetsuit, problem solved. And, the, and the, the, especially in the area of wetsuit vests, Buy an inexpensive wetsuit vest, a Zambezi wetsuit vest, <laughs> and you'll add an extra six weeks to your summer. And that's not BS. It's buoyant. It takes cuts off the wind. It's a game changer. Answer your question. The, board, the Zambezi board is completely, as Rock also said, a northern hemisphere board. But it's the, southern, it's, but it's the warm places that sell in terms of the visuals. Secondly, I believe you had something about the comfort level of the pad. This is very important. This is something that we cannot show you. The upper part of the pad right now is top, over the board is top secret. Underneath that pad is a whole bunch happening that you can't see. It's called a trampoline deck. And it is completely without equal. It's never been done before. The back of the board supports you. It's firm, soft, like a, like a BMW seat, gushy. The front of the board is extremely, still supports you but is flexible. Of course, if you've jammed a whole bunch of stuff in the compartment there, it becomes less flexible. But especially from a female point of view, the number one horrible thing about riding a board is discomfort by squishing. 
The Zambezi board is a huge amount of flex. It's a trampoline deck. It 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 accommodates. This is put it that way. Does that answer your question, Jim? <laughs> yeah, that's great. And it, it was an emailed question, so uh, we'll be sure to respond to Jim as well. And, and just a quick mention too, Matthew and Gareth are in the room. I don't know if we've introduced them as, as much. If you wanted to say a few words, yeah. Sorry, Colton. Colton, sorry, Colton. That's the wrong email. That's it's not jshrinnerzimtu.com. Yeah, we've got two out there. Stefan also included the Zambezi yeah, World email. It's the Zambezi World. Justin Shrun at zambeziworld.com. Yeah, I mean, great job, and it's really an honor that everyone showed up uh, this morning. I just want to reiterate, I mean, our team that we've, we've got lined up this joint, this is a amazing, it almost feels like families, it's become so tight. So we're, we're in a great, a great spot to take on, take on Europe first and, and the globe. But uh, our, our team is really, really amazing. So I'm super excited. Yeah, thanks everyone. I'm Gareth. Uh, thanks everyone for coming. Yeah, we're very excited for our team and our current investors. I'd like to thank you for all your support and future ones hopefully can come along for a very exciting ride and we have big dreams and uh, we work hard we're not going to stop so uh, I'm looking forward to the year ahead and the years ahead and there, there's just one more question from Manfred uh, beside the board is there something else in the pipeline well yeah I mean that's what uh, we've been kind of starting that process with Rock and, uh, and the Fashion Institute in Milan obviously we'd like to start broadening into board shorts in the beginning and maybe some t-shirts and then vests, wetsuit vests like Justin mentioned, which are great for the for the water cuts to win. So that's, we, obviously we're not, we're not trying to become a, an apparel brand straight away, but we, we're definitely doing our, our groundwork to go in that direction. And that can go into sunglasses and then flippers and, and then the sky's the limit. But yeah, that, that, that is the plan. Hey, uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to put them in the chat or just unmute yourself. Uh, like I said before, it is going to be recorded. So if you have anything you want to refer back to, we'll be posting it all over social media and sending it out via email as well. And just to reiterate, Folks, please, do, uh, please do. Go ahead, Justin. And just to reiterate, please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly at any time. Me. <laughs> well, folks, on, uh, on behalf of Zim2 Capital Corp, I think this has been a very successful Zoom with Zim2 and Zambezi uh, uh, presentation. It will be available worldwide at your nearest screen in a, in, in, in a few hours or so. Massive. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, it's certainly been a pleasure uh, hosting you here at the uh, at the Zim2 offices, which uh, are becoming more and more Zambezi day by day, which is concerning me. Um, I, I think there might be a takeover in the works. Um, um, in any event, thanks for coming. Um, good to have you here. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ciao. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye all. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye everyone. Thank you. I like this. This is when you leave it, go like this.